The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. All right. Are you ready to study the Word for a minute tonight? Amen. As I said, we, we started a few weeks ago talking about Abraham and the necessity of understanding Abraham's place in what he accomplished, what he did, and how that relates to us today, you know, thousands of years after Abraham came. And so the, the, the three chapters that I emphasize about Abraham, and I, you know, there's a lot to say about Abraham in every chapter that we're reading here in, in, from Genesis 12 forward. But if you, we, we emphasize Genesis 12, and tonight we're going to emphasize Genesis 15. And then we're going to go, eventually we're going to get to Genesis 17. And I, I'm telling you, the integrity of my heart, that if you understand and can get a grasp on Genesis 12, Genesis 15, and Genesis 17 about the, what Abraham's covenant with God, it can change your world. Genesis 12, Genesis 15, Genesis 17. Now, for review real quick, we, we started in Genesis 12. And that's the place when the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country and away from your father's house and to a land that I'm going to show you. And, and that's Genesis 12 is where he, he pronounced the blessings over Abraham's life. Right? And he said to him, uh, he said, I will make of you a great nation. He promised Abraham that. That's the kind of guy I want to run around with, a guy that God's going to use him to make a great nation out of him. Uh, I will bless you. That's what God told him in Genesis 12. I will make your name great. Here we are all these thousands of years after the fact that Abraham, uh, Abram and his family, they lived in a, an idol-worshiping area, but they, they, Abraham heard God speak. It takes only one guy to listen to God speak. And if somebody, if the right guy can hear God speak, something big can, can, can begin to happen. So because God told Abraham, Abram, he told him, I'm going to make a great nation out of you, brother. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. In other words, I'm going to make your name famous. And Abraham is a famous name among the, the body of Christ, among the believers, among Israel. Right? He's the father of Israel, but he's also the father of faith. And you will be a blessing, and I will, this is God speaking, and I will bless them that bless you, and I'll curse everyone that curses you. That's a pretty good guy, man. Apparently God trusted this guy. You bless Abram. If you're connected, if you meet Abram and you're good to him and you bless him, God will bless you because God was doing something special with this guy named Abram, wasn't he? But if you curse him, God said, I'm going to get against you and I'll curse you. 
So you got to be, you, that's why I like to preach about Abraham because I know God loves him and God's with him. And God's doing great things with him. Amen? And so, and he said, in you, in Abraham, all families of the earth will be blessed. So if we understand Abraham and this, this, this commitment that God was making to him, that we understand that through Abraham, every family that will ever be blessed is blessed because of faithful Abraham back in, in his time. I, I don't know about y'all, but I've been, this week I've been blessed. I got blessed with stuff this week. I got blessed with, I just felt close to Jesus this week. I, I, I felt his presence in my life all day long, man. And every day this week, I've, I've, I've had sweet communion with him. Uh, my family's been blessed this week. And, and, and I, I'm telling you, man, I give Abraham a hand clap for that, man. Because when Abram, when God spoke this to him in Genesis 12 now, when he told him the broad view of what he was going to do to his life, you, you can see from all that I read there what he's going to do. He's going he's to do something outstanding with this guy's life. He's going to rock the world. He's going to make a great nation out of him. Right? He's going to, uh, and that we know that to be, that's the nation of Israel. Yeah. The entire nation of Israel. You know where that started? That started in Genesis 12. Because God began this thing with Abraham. Amen. And, and, and gave Abraham all these promises. Now, so... Then over in Genesis 15. So the, God's building on what he's doing with Abraham. In ver, chapter 15, verse 1. And these, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram. I'm st- I, I still believe peop- men can hear God, don't you? The word of the Lord. We need to hear what God's saying. There's, I'm going to tell you right now. There's too many people talking in your life. You need to shut off most of them. Huh? Now don't go home. Go, you men don't go home and say, I'm shutting down. My pastor told me that you, my wife, you can't talk much anymore. I'm not going to listen to you. No, you can't do that because your wife is a, is a good voice in your life. God does speak to her. Amen. Speak through her to, to help the brothers. Anyway, but... Men, we need to hear from God. We need to hear God's word. And the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. And he said, don't be afraid, Abram. I want to tell you tonight. Everybody that's connected to Abraham is fearless. Everybody that's connected to Abraham, and we're all connected to him. I'm going to get us there eventually. We're all connected to Abraham. It all started with Abraham. He was the first man to believe what God's word said after the fall. And God's building a new people group. And he's using Abram to do it. And the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision and said to Abram, don't be afraid. Amen. Look at somebody around you and shouted at him. Don't be afraid of anything. I sat with a pastor this afternoon 
and we were just discussing some things in the Word and some things in the world, what was going on. And this pastor, it was, it was powerful. He said these words. He said, the greatest, the biggest thing the devil's using right now in America and the world is fear. It's fear. Huh? See, I'm telling you, man, people, fear is on the other side of faith. And so God's making, he's, he's making Abram in Genesis 15, he's, he's telling him, the first thing he says is, now wait a minute, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid when you're, when you, when you're in an uncertain situation. Don't be afraid. Now, it, it can feel weird. It's okay for it to feel weird if you're in an uncertain situation. Everything new to us, you know, we're, you're a little cautious of it because you don't know what to expect. But you can be like that, but not afraid. And the Lord told Abram, he said, don't be afraid because I am your shield. I'm your protector. And you're exceeding great reward. So I'm going to protect you on one side and I'm going to reward you and bless you and take care of you in a very rich way on the other side. So as long, look here. As long as Jim Crabb, Pastor Jim Crabb, as in, my, in my life, as long as I have God as my protector and I have God rewarding me and taking care of me and blessing me, then I want you to know I've got nothing to be afraid of. He's going to protect me from my enemies. He's going to protect me from the devil himself. He's going to protect me from sickness and disease. He's going to protect me from, from failure. He's going to protect me from poverty. He is my shield and my exceeding great reward. I love how he said that. It's like adjective upon adjective. Exceeding, not just a great reward, an exceeding, you know, something exceeds something else. It goes beyond that thing. He is our, it's not just our reward that comes from God. It's our exceeding great reward and it's found in God. That's what he's trying to get him to understand. I wish the church would understand that God is your protector. Quit being afraid. Rebuke fear. Cast it down. Seriously. You got to, I want to, let me just say it this way. It's time that we got tough on fear. You got to cast fear down. Don't you let fear, don't you let it stay in your heart. Don't you let it stay in your mind for a moment of time. You rip that thing out and cast that thing down in the name of Jesus and be fearless and live by faith. Amen. And Abram said, Lord, what are you going to give me seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, behold, to me you've given no seed. In other words, I can't, I don't have any children. We've been trying to have children, but I got no children. And lo, one born in my house is my heir. He's talking about Eliezer, this servant, who wasn't related to him in this way. 
and certainly wasn't a child of his. And the Lord, behold, the word of the Lord came to him, verse 4, and said, This shall not be your heir, but he that will come out of your own bowels or your own belly will be your heir. And he brought Abram forth abroad and said to him, Look now toward heaven and number the stars and see if you be able to number them. And he said unto him, that's how your seed is going to be. See, I love running around with Abraham and studying Abraham because, I, I mean, this, this is what God told him. Abraham just got done telling God, I don't even have a, how am I going to be, have all this stuff, man? I, don't even, I can't even get a child in this world. And I've been married a long time. And me and Sarah have been walking together for a long time. But I... I can't even have a child. I've got no seed. And isn't it like God, right in the middle of you trying to argue why something can't happen, that God takes you outside by the hand and in a dark summer night, he makes you look up at the sky and on a, on a clear night, you can see all those twinkling stars and you can't even count all that you can see and we know that there is a multitude, an, an infinite multitude of stars beyond what we're able to see. And God spoke to Abram. Hallelujah. This is where the Pentecostal side of you rises up right now. And God spoke to Abram. You see those stars? I, 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 heard, I heard what you said that you can't even have one child. But I got a word for you. You're not going to have one. You're going to have, so shall your seed be. Your seed is going to be like an innumerable number of stars. It's, it's going to blow your mind how many offspring you're going to have. Amen? And that's what we find when you run around with Abraham, because Abraham is a man of faith, and what he's doing is he's just hearing what God says. He's listening to what God says. That was what Abraham eventually mastered. That was, he's, and that's why I do stuff like talk about Abraham a lot, because he's the, you know, he's like the, he's like the spiritual prototype of people of faith. Live like Abraham. And when, so when I'm reading this, there's something, I, I, I'm telling you, man, I feel like getting up and running around this table or something, man. Because I realize that I'm Abraham's seed. I'm connected to Abraham. So whatever God said to Abraham, he told him, I'm going to bless you and your seed with it. And so I'm in, I'm in the same, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the seed and so are you. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So shall your seed be. And remember that. When did he tell him that? Right after Abraham tried to tell him how bad things were. I can't even have one. God said, you're going to have so many, you can't count them. I'm going to blow your mind. I ask the Lord when I read stuff like that, Lord, blow my mind. Lord, rock my world. Lord, do... I'm trusting you, and I know you can. 
I want you to know that the God that rescued my soul, the God that could take, take a heart that was ugly and dark and sinful and carnal and self-willed and fleshy and anti-God and was dead and God could take that heart and make it alive and make it tender and take out that old heart and, and give me a brand new heart and a brand new life. I want you to know that if God can do that, I'm telling you, God can do anything. God can do anything. And tonight, the church that is, is listening to me online or that are the, some that are here tonight in the sanctuary at Imago Day, we are, you know what we are? We are, we are some of those stars. We're, we're, we're the children of Abraham, right? We're, we, he was, he was he, somewhere up there I was twinkling. Man. I was one of the stars. I've been trying to teach, tell people for years, man, I'm really a star and nobody can get it. Maybe through this you will. How, now, and, and I love, here you go. This is why I love Abraham. Because in verse 6, right? So Abraham told him, I can't even have one child. God took him outside and said, you're not going to have one, brother. You're going to have such a multitude of children. It's going to blow your mind. And I love verse 6. And he, Abram, he believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. Wait a minute. Even though, you know the only thing that changed from the time that God spoke, when when Abram said to him, uh, I can't even have a child. And then the only thing, and, and then... The only thing that changed between when Abraham said that and then God told him what he was going to have, the the multitude of children he was going to have, the only thing that changed is, listen now, God gave him a word. God gave him, God gave him, God spoke to him. And God gave him a verse. And, And then amazingly, just based on the word, I said a couple weeks ago, I I got on a roll on this. I said that faith for the promise is in the promise. So there's not like faith for the promise is, is, is not over here outside and separated from the promise. The promise, right? The promise gives you the word that God's going to accomplish, but the faith for that promise to happen in your life is found when you read the promise. Or when you, in Abraham's case, when he heard the promise. You ever wonder why the devil's trying to keep you out of the Bible, man? Huh? I'm telling you, man, because he's trying to... He doesn't want you to know the promises of God. Right? Right? Because the promises of God, when faith, Romans 10, 17, we preached that Sunday. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. By what? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God, by listening 
over and over and over again to what God said. And every time you hear what God said, not, not, not some preacher said, I don't care what the preacher said. What I care about is what did God say? What did God say? Did God give me a word? God's the one we're, we're counting on, we're connected to here. And the Lord told him, he, he, he told, gave him his word. And Abraham believed that word because in that word there was faith. The capacity for faith was in that word. And so tonight, I don't care how, and, and you know, that took Abraham from being all bummed out. I can't even have one child. To, it took him to a place where he was like, all right, I do believe. I want to speak to unbelief tonight. I want to speak to unbelief tonight before we close. I want to say tonight, we're going to get fear out of our life, but the other thing that's coming out of our life is unbelief and doubt. I'm telling you that we are connected to Abraham, and Abraham is connected to God. Amen. And God made the promises to Abraham and his seed or his offspring. And tonight... There is a blessing for us tonight. And I believe, like Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. And I want you to know that God spoke to Abraham all those years ago. But I want, listen to me, tonight, God's still fulfilling that promise. He's still fulfilling that promise. He, he's making a great nation out of him. He's, he's adding to the number of stars today who knows how many people got saved today? There was a lot. I really do. I, I know all hell's breaking loose, but you got to get, get your eyes looking toward heaven, man. There's a lot of really cool things happening. People are getting saved. People are, I, I pray this. I pray people are running out of gas in their, in their human ways. And they finally get to the place that they just say, man, we don't, if God... If, if I, I'm, I, man, it's gotten so bad, I'm going to have to be, believe in God, man. And that's happening. And, and today in heaven, a multitude of people, got, uh, they, there was rejoicing over a multitude of people that got, I believe there's people all over the world got saved today. People in Afghanistan, I believe they got saved today. People in Iran and Iraq. People in Africa and India and Asia and Pakistan. Lots of people undoubtedly in Europe got saved. Amen. People in America got saved today. From California down to Florida. From Florida up to the East Coast. Amen. All the way through the Midwest and then out West. Amen. I believe people got saved today. And that's because God is adding. He's, he's fulfilling His promise to Abraham that He's going to build a great people group out of people of faith. What is Abraham? Abraham is the man of faith. He's the father of the faithful. Everybody that would trust God, that would come after Abraham, he is their father. And we give honor tonight to Father Abraham. In the name of Jesus. And we, as his offspring, we're like Abraham. Lord, just have your way and do something big in my life. Let's all do that right now. Put your hands up toward heaven. Look up.
and say, Lord, Lord, do something big in my life. Do something extreme in my life like you did for Abraham. Thank you for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y.com.
We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.